0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport,
1: powered
2: by fans.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
2: Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast. In this edition, we will be discussing everything Tottenham Hotspur, the season so far, and Postacoglu, the transfer window, and we will also be previewing the big game that will take place at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Sunday against Aston Villa. It is 4th v 5th. As usual, I've got three very special guests to talk about all things Tottenham. We have got James Black with us, of course, Singer at the stadium. James, how are you? I'm
0: good, mate. Yeah, a bit bored with the international week, but I'm good. How are you?
2: Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to Premier League action returning. Uh, of course, we have got channel regular Craig Dearman back with us. Craig, how are you?
1: Yeah, I'm all good. An international break that I think we all wanted. It. Um, it's not one I want to last, last longer, but uh, it, would, uh, it would kind of help us with injuries and stuff. But look, it is what it is. I'm really looking forward to uh, to the Premier League being back at the weekend.
2: And joining us for the very first time, we've got Billy Kearns with us. Uh, Billy's very similar to me, going up and down the country, week in, week out, home and away. Billy, lovely to have you here. How are you? Well,
4: I'm fine, thanks, Chris. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, good. So I'm, I've actually enjoyed the international break. <laughs> Give me a little bit of relax from club football. I don't get so stressed watching England. Well, yeah, loving, I love yeah. my country, but Tottenham stresses me more watching them.
2: I saw your tweet yesterday about Gareth Southgate. You think that he should leave?
4: I, I, he's had three chances to win us three tournaments, failed in the later stages. I think we need someone to get us over the line. Yeah. Not, list- he, he has done a decent job getting us there, but his football's boring and he's never got us over the line three times.
2: Billy, let's start the show with you because, of course, you're new to the channel and uh, you're very welcome. Uh, why Tottenham Hotspur for you? Why are you a Spurs fan?
4: Oh, it dates back. It's a weird story, mine. I, my dad was a West Ham fan. My dad made me be a West Ham fan. My mum split up with my dad. For one day, he made me support Chelsea. He, I didn't like this person at all because obviously it split up with dad. It said something very derogatory about Tottenham. My friend at school was a Tottenham fan. I asked him what this derogatory word was, which he used, which you can imagine, and he explained it to me. I went home and told him I supported Tottenham, and from that day on, I was always Spurs.
2: Well, I love all the Spurs memorabilia. For, for those listening to this on an audio platform, Billy is just surrounded by Tottenham Hotspur memorabilia, signed shirts on the wall, absolutely love it. Um, Billy, um, We're playing good, attractive, entertaining football under Ange Postacoglu. Um, I just wanted to get your opinion uh, very quickly on the appointment of Ange Postacoglu. What do you make of it in the summer? Uh, Because, of course, we went on a 10-match unbeaten run uh, and then obviously lost to Chelsea at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, lost to Wolves most recently. Of course, we've got this big game against Aston Villa coming up. But did you see us, uh, you know, when Ange was appointed, that we're 12 games in, we've got 26 points, two points off the top, Place, Manchester City. Surely you're happy with the football so far.
4: I'm delighted with football. I can't deny that. Um, uh, did I see it? No, but I um I follow quite a lot of Rangers fans from when we went up to Rangers, and I've got a lot of Celtic fans or friends. And the Rangers fans were begging us to take Bosticold Blue, and the Celtic fans were like, literally, you can't have our manager. Is that good? And on that basis, I didn't really have a preferred. Appointment as a manager, I just went. Look, the Rangers fans want him gone. The Celtic fans want to keep him. Let I've got to give the game to a go. And he came in. He was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, he, he was so he, he was down to earth. he was honest. It was like he's one of us. Yeah, and yeah, it's true. I, I was I didn't really want Conte a to go, but he he did feel it did feel like he he was doing us a favor being at the club. And came in, embraced the club, took everything on, took, took the club on his shoulders and gave us gave us our club back.
2: Yeah, absolutely. James, let's come to you. Um, you are responsible for the mood, I would say, um, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium these last couple of months. it been like a, a party atmosphere. Um, I know we've said about um, singing the Ange song. Do you, do you want to perform that now?
0: Well, yeah, I can do it now, man, yeah. I've had to refresh it because of international break. but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think Angie's more up for the reason why the, the mood is so good more than me but I'll take some of it <laughs> I'm just trying to remember it When I'm lying in my bed Thoughts running through my head Portrino is dead I'm loving big Angie instead and through it all, oh, we'll play the way we want to. With big and busted car blue. Whether I'm right or wrong, it's big and bold. You can keep your budget, Conte and Mourinho. and even Christian bros Cause everywhere we go.
2: I'm big Andrew instead. Superb. Thank you. I tell you, James, that, that song, it is playing everywhere right now and everyone absolutely loves it and you do a wonderful job at the stadium. Um, how would you describe the mood change in these last couple of months at the Tottenham Stadium? Because, of course, you work there every week.
0: Uh, yeah, night and day. I, I think the, the biggest thing for me that I saw was the... Was the Man United game was the first time I was in the stadium with Costa Coglu as, as the manager and the fans were so up for it. Um, all we wanted to see, like what Billy was saying, all we wanted to see is like good football. We like wanted to see the football change. So that we only had a draw with Brentford by the time I come to the stadium for that and it yeah. was just night and day. I think we were so busting ready for like going back to the Tottenham way that, um, yeah, we was, we was ready to burst. He was the right man at the right time. But yeah, it's, it's night and day, mate. I, I can't even begin to describe the difference, but I'm sure you can see it. I mean, I get to see it in the concourse and the stadium itself, but the concourse was just so loud. People just singing up and down everywhere before even the game started, and I loved that.
2: James, because of this exceptional start we had, you know, take away the Chelsea and the Wolves games, um, what would be... A minimum for you now, where where to finish in the Premier League table? Because of course, Postecoglou was brought in to change the brand of football, to change people's attitudes about Spurs. Because it, you know, it's very fair to say a lot of fans fell out of love with the way that the club was uh, was going uh, before Postecoglou come in. You know, we're now being entertained on the pitch. Um, for you, are Spurs title contenders? Some people have said that. I don't believe so. Is it all uh, about finishing that top four spot? Is it about finishing top six? Is it just about getting European football? Or is it the brand of football that is most important?
0: But Before a, a ball was kicked, I would say brand of football and, and top six I'd have taken. Since the start and then players and how they've hit the ground running, like through from Vicario, van der Ven, uh, Madison, how Basuma's improved, I think it's minimum top four now, um, but I, I, I really think that's a,
4: a, a very top five. Yeah. Could get us Champions League. Though, oh yeah, it? top five,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Does that not depend on how well the English teams do in the Champions League this season? Do you know,
4: I'm not 100 percent sure, oh. if I'm honest. Well, it, well, Champions League football is what I want. But I'd imagine, I'd imagine we'll do better than. I think top five. I'm pretty sure top five would get us it. Yeah, but
0: well, me, you like, are
4: right. Yeah. It does. There is something.
0: Yeah, because I don't want to be it's cheering not, it's on not them guarantee. guys in South London.
4: It's more than likely, but it's not a guarantee.
0: Yeah. Well, Champions League football, but top I would say top four to absolutely guarantee it, I suppose, for me, is a, is a bare minimum. Yeah, I suppose
4: um, I, you remember the Chelsea year when they buy Bayern Munich when you want top four, don't you? You don't want yeah. to be, <laughs> be relying. That penalty
0: shootout, wasn't it? How bad is
4: that? No. Oh, I don't well,
0: want to think about that. I live
4: that. in the Chelsea area. I had to live with that.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's it for me. I think like it's, that's uh, the bare minimum. I don't think we're title contenders, no. But and there's a big difference between the, the first eleven and the players coming in. So Dyer and Davis at centre back compared to Romero and Van der Ven is just is crazy difference. Um, so it's depending on who we can keep fit, I'd imagine, and how, how we buy in January transfer window, which I imagine we come on to.
2: How many times have all of us Spurs fans said how important a January transfer window is? We will talk about that later on in the show, I promise. Um, right. Craig, let's get your thoughts on, uh, on the season so far. What's pleased you? Uh, what, has, uh, what has made you angry, if anything? Um, you know, this, this, this past couple of games, you know, Romero and your doggy getting sent off. Of course, it's caused problems. We've got suspensions. We've got injuries. That Chelsea game was just a, a disaster in so many ways. But, you know, sitting two points off Manchester City at the top, surely you're happy with where we are yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, Like you said before, I'd fallen out of love a little bit at the end of last season. It just seemed to go from bad to worse, and obviously finishing in eighth, and the summer couldn't come quick enough, and then we was all hoping we'd get a manager in that would turn the club around, and and they just done just that. Um, And we were told that it might not be right at the beginning. Well, he's hit the ground running, as you say, (laughs) It's just it's just been brilliant. The first ten games are brilliant, and then we saw where the cracks appear is when we lose a couple of people out the, that first eleven. Like you say, the, the players coming in and just the squad's not ready yet, and the squad's not right yet. We're no, nowhere near a Man City level to be able to bring in players off the bench and do the same job in key positions. Um, so, so there's nothing to be angry about. I'm not angry about anything. It's just an ongoing process that we're going to have to. Live with these ups and downs, I think, until, until Ange gets the, the squad that he wants. Um, it's been an amazing ride since the beginning of the season. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, apart from the last two games, of course. But as we said on the here before, Romero has to shoulder a lot of the blame for that. He's supposed to be one of the leaders and he gets himself sent off petulance and ridiculous what he did. And the dog is just, I think, what is he, 22? Um, he'll learn from that mistake, but obviously he's cost us you there. I not and,
4: think... And should have bought your doggy off at half-time, though. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. not knocking hands for Possibly. a lot. I'm not knocking hands for a lot. And I'm not a big Ben Davies fan. But a 22-year-old in a London derby on a yellow card. I mean, not only a London derby, a massive London derby. You're down to 10 men already. He should have made that substitution at half-time.
2: Yeah, yeah I agree yeah. with you, Billy. But, but Particularly when that first challenge, actually, that you got the yellow card for could have very well been a red.
4: And I mean, Potts learned his lesson, didn't he? He's in game management at Tottenham, wasn't always the best. He bought off Levi Colwell
1: and he should have gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you're right. It's <coughs> it's easy to say in hindsight because we all think that. Of course it is. But you could kind of see he was going to walk as well, couldn't you? He, uh, when he was going in for that tackle that eventually got him sent off, that second leap yellow, you thought, oh, God, that's it done no excuses there um he's left the referee no choice so uh, that was a bad day at the office Um, (coughs) but i still maintain even with 10 on the pitch i think we would have possibly got at least a draw out of that against chelsea i mean they're a poor chelsea team i know they've picked up a few points but we should have been winning that game and i think if we had 11 on the pitch we would have done
4: the second goal goes in for some I, I have, I've not looked back, I'm not going to lie, I don't know how offside it was. I've just been told no. it was off, so I've got to accept it. So tiny bit, tiny in, bit. That goes, that goes in, we battered them 4 or 5 now in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. We were yeah no, you're yeah.
4: right. We were that on top. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: 100%. Billy, someone like yeah. yourself who's followed Spurs year in, year out, um, and seen some good times and seen some terrible times. Um, Glenn Hoddle recently said it's like football suicide plan at high line. And Postecoglou played in that Chelsea game. Do you want to see a team really going for it, or would you have preferred Spurs to play for you a draw? And...
4: I I I was, I I was a bit torn. I did I couldn't understand it at the time. And then I, I went through Twitter and I see a few people's tweets. None of my none of my own ideas. And I sort of get why he went for it. it we were damned if we do. We were damned if we weren't. We were down to nine men. Would I? Yeah. You might as well go out fighting, wouldn't you? Yeah. And but at the same time, if that Dyer goal goes in, then I believe then we have to go back to playing defensive football to try and hold out. But the same thing happens over and over again. When you've got Davis and Dyer trying to hold on to a lead or a draw point, we can
1: see the goal later. On. Yeah. That's proved that proved it against Wolves, didn't it? The, the, yep. that's just the thing we, we were sitting back and back and back which is not the way he wants us to play it didn't we can help. see two late goals I, but he was I under no
0: pressure when he booted that out wasn't he for the Wolves goal for the equaliser I think it was Dyer was I under no pressure there
4: was, a, there was a few mistakes I felt for that guy I feel Vicario could have kicked the ball up first. then it ain't at Dyer's where you know it don't go out um, then you don't know they were battering us but I think the Johnson going off because we had no outlet because as soon as Gill come on he couldn't get past the player. At least with Johnson, he was getting it down to the byline. It was out. It was out of danger in there. end. Gill was just playing it back, and in the, inevitably the pressure then mounted. And
2: Billy, we were you surprised? It. Were you surprised that Eric Dyer is now back in the frame? Because of see. course we, we bought Ashley Phillips. Um, I said on this show a couple of months back, um, saying that if if ever we had like a bit of a disaster and Romero and Van der Ven weren't playing, would Phillips being uh, next in line above Eric Dyer? And then of oh, course D- Dyer it. then come on for Chelsea in in the Chelsea game. Dyer then started the game against Wolves. Is that going backwards, or should have put in? you know, one of the youth players or Ashley Phillips who we've Uh,
4: I have a theory on it. I mean, just a silly theory. I think if Romero was in the team, I think he might have started. I don't think he trusts him 100% on his own because of his age. I just think he went with the experience. I don't... I I think Romero could... Because Phillips is rapid. Yeah. He is fast. He's good in the air. Whether he's read, 100% ready, but alongside of Romero, nurturing him, I believe that would have been better. Maybe he thought Dyer's experience without any other centre halves is the reason he went with Dyer. It's the only, only, it's, it's only get out of jail free card he's getting for me for it.
2: Yeah. James, let's come to you. Um, who's been um, the surprising package of the season so far for you, player-wise? Um, and who do you think that Postacoglu can get a little bit more out more out of?
0: Uh, the surprise package is Vicario, to be honest you. I don't think he's, like, lauded enough for what he's done. He's just incredible. I think he's going to be one of the best keepers in the league this season, definitely. He's been incredible. Uh, just watching him, you feel like, just safe again, don't you? Remember the, the glory times of Lloris when he was really good? It's similar to that. Uh, so, for me, he's been the uh, one I wasn't expecting to be that good. I, wasn't, I don't think I was too over the top about him with in pre season. He wasn't that good in pre season. I think he made a few mistakes. But you, again, you sort of hear things out of Italy, like he's one of the best goalkeepers in Italy, and you sort got of to take a bit of that. And you think maybe he need, needs a bit of time. But yeah, he's a surprise uh, package for me um, for how quickly he's gone from that first game of the season. He's been incredible. Um, some of them saves just world class already. Um, so, and what was the other one? Who we would get a bit more out of? Um, yeah, who do
2: you think? Who do you think Ange could really work with and, and get more from?
0: Uh, I think I actually think Brian Hill, Hill, or Hill, how you pronounce it. He was born to play Ange ball so I think he's not strong enough maybe for Premier League. There is a bit of that, but the way that he plays, I was excited to see him, and I've not seen him like, do as well as I thought he would under under but He's only had a few minutes and he here and there, so maybe him. But I do like Brennan Johnson. I like him and I think he can get more mm. out of him as well. I like the that's Johnson and Kulisevsky on the wings. That's actually quite good. Um so yeah, maybe that that left wing position we can get a bit more out of.
2: Craig, um Will Ange Postacoglu get the best out of Rascharlson or can you see him moving on in the January transfer window or indeed the summer?
1: I don't think he'll be moving or going anywhere in January unless a ridiculous offer comes in. Um, I so wanted Richarlison to work but to be honest I've never been fully convinced by him Um, I just think it's not worked out for him at Spurs and I don't think it will do I hate to say it but I think we should perhaps just cut our losses and if a deal comes in for him sell him um, let him go because I just can't see it working you know two premiership goals since he joined us is it just not good enough i know there's been mitigating circumstances to a degree of injuries and stuff but for me i, I just think i just don't think it's going to come good for him. i just think he's time me he, uh, look to be moving somewhere else and um personally i know we'll come onto the transfer window i'd much rather have rafinha Uh, on that side than Richarlison I think he's a cracking player but we will come on to the transfer window of course but yeah I I don't think it's going to work for Richarlison just sad because I think he's a good player but there is a player in there you're not Brazil's number nine for for no reason but it's just not worked out for him and I can't see it working out for him sadly
2: Really, I come to you on the same point about Richarlison of course Postacoglu tried to play him in the middle Uh, Son's now there Um, he went back out to the left Brendan Johnson's used to play on the right he's now playing on the left um, do you think that Richarlison can be a star at Spurs, or do you think now Brennan Johnson is going to cement that place?
4: I think Brennan Johnson's hundred percent going to cement that place on the left. I think what James said about a player, he can get more out of the ability wise, technical wise, pace. He's got the only thing Richarlison has on him is he does backtrack, helps the defense out a little bit more. But I um. He can't go in January because we're going to lose some to the Asia Cup and you're going to need someone to be able to play down that middle and you may need your child or something for
2: that. Yeah. Billy, you, like me, go to a lot of the under-21 games. Um, who's impressed you um, whilst watching the under-21s? Because Donnelly's been on the uh, bench a couple of times recently. Do you think the likes of him are going to get chances under Postacoglu this season?
4: I'd like to think so. He's definitely got the ability, whether he's... Like I say, he's lightweight, like Gil. But I think, being English he, and being brought up in this league, he's probably he might be able to handle it better than Gil, in my opinion, in that position. If he was at the Colt the Peter game, he's crossed for Valise's header when we went one 0 up. that was, yeah. that, that, was a, that was an amazing cross for a youngster. And and they, they were against That's that's a league team. I mean, not under twenty ones. And all right. We lost the game. I think we're a bit... I, think, I do think the keeper made a couple of errors, but we we missed a couple of chances in that game. But I think they come out of that with credit, that game. Um, yeah. Yeah, the other one, Dorrington's the centre-half alike, but Phillips is the one with the experience.
2: Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. it would be interesting to see how the season pans out and what... Youngsters do get opportunities under Postacoglu. Um Billy, let's stay with you. Of course, our scouting team recently has changed. Um, uh, Johan Lang has come in from Aston Villa as the new technical director. Fabio Pratchett is still working as a consultant with the club. Um, I just wanted to ask you, Billy, because I know you've been hev- heavily critical of the board in recent years. Um, what, did, what did you make of the recruitment in the summer Um, because it seems that the recruitment in the summer was was excellent. But then, as James said, you take a couple of players out of this team and then we're very weak. Um, I know it's it's going to take a a number of windows, but what do you expect from the recruitment in this January transfer window? What is going to be different this time around, do you think?
4: Um, Like I say, I can't fault the recruitment in the summer. And if anyone knows me, I did not want Madison at the club. I... I had, this, I had a personal dislike towards him. I never really rated him as a footballer. He surprised me completely. You've you changed he's your mind been, now, yeah? The way he's coming, I've got Madison shirt on the way next. <laughs> <laughs> he's going up on the walls. He's learning um, dance. And I've changed my mind. I've done a complete three hundred and sixty degree U turn on him. He's come in, embraced the club. Get, he's got the fans, and. That's what you want from your players—players players who get 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 you from the heart. You, you want that, like, yeah. and he's embraced it. And like, he he's done in the past, I've forgiven already. Um, so, what do I want in this? I want, I want, I want, a, I want another centre half. We should, when we sold um, Sanchez, we should have replaced him. We should have replaced Sanchez with an experienced centre-half, even if it was someone at the end of their career. But then with the high line, he, he was the only one who can play the high line, really. Well. But he did have to go. I'm not disputing that. Billy, so.
2: really, regards to what we do in January, um, do you think the club will operate in a different way to how they've done before, um, i.e. really backing managers? Because, you know, we've, we've seen... You know, Pochettino uh, leave the football club. A lot of people felt that he should have been backed. Um, Actually, it's an interesting question. At that time, um, did you agree with the Pochettino sacking?
4: Um, I turned Poch out when we lost on penalties to Colchester. And then the Brighton game, I felt the players weren't playing for him. Uh, When we lost 3-0 to Brighton a few days after, I just... Never seen Harry Kane walking around the pitch. So disinterested. I just felt he'd lost the dressing room. And I feel with any manager at any club, if you've, if I feel the manager's lost the dressing room, I feel they have to be sacked. And I did think that under Potch at the time. So okay. I, it was the Colchester and the Brighton game and my turning points with, on the Potch scenario.
2: Yeah, I remember him well, sadly. <laughs> um James, what do um, what do the club need to do to really back Ange Postacoglu um, in this January transfer window? Because of course we've we've started the season what so well, and I think in some respects, because he started so well, people are going to just expect this week in week out us playing entertaining football and and have that quality in the team. Of course, we all recognise the likes of uh, you know you guys have already mentioned them, um, Dyer, Davis, and Co. You know players that have been there for a long time, players that have uh, gone through a lot of bad times at the football club under various different managers. Um, But what do do Spurs need to do to really show the fans that they are backing Postacoglu? Because, you know, in the past couple of weeks, Postacoglu has come out in the press conferences and said that he is heavily involved in the recruitment process, which is music to all of our ears.
0: Yeah, I think there's a few things they can do. I think they can first off listen to him when he says he wants all the business done early in January because it's a nightmare being done late and Tottenham are always doing business late on in the window. And the second thing is, uh, if we didn't learn from Fulham in, in the Carabao Cup, we certainly learned, uh, um, especially the Wolves game, that big difference between the first 11 and the squad that we're going to need to put together. Um so like Billy's mentioned, the cover at centre back was is massive for me. I think we need someone who can cover that high line. Um I don't know have they said like Lloyd Kelly, is it and taps over maybe these defenders? Someone who's
4: would you rather in English someone who's in been would you rather someone who's played in England, Lloyd Kelly? I think I would actually, yeah. I, I quite I I, quite mean, like that, like, I know Lloyd Mickey Kelly. Van Der Ven's come in and been a revelation, but Romero. Yes. I think with Romero and Mickey van der Ven, Maybe you need a homegrown centre half.
0: Isn't isn't Dorrington? I've not seen much of Dorrington. You've seen quite a bit of him, haven't you? Is, he, is he...
4: he? He looks. He looks absolutely top drawer. Whether he's ready or not, it's another matter.
0: Right. I think. I um, think. Yeah, I like Taps Sober and Lloyd Kelly, um, the two that I quite like. Out uh, that have, have been mentioned that we're going. I'll
4: be honest with you. I've never really seen Taps Over play, so. Yeah, I'd have, see... go, I'd have to go with Lloyd Kelly. All oh, right, just uh, just out of the fact that I've seen him play. Right, okay.
0: So it's, not, only seen, it's, like...
4: not me, it's not me being um, argumentative. It's the fact I'm not going to lie. I've never seen Taps over play. That's
0: the best way, man. I, I, I'm not going to lie either. I've only seen YouTube highlights. You know I mean? it's just that, <laughs> everyone looked, Me and you could look good in one of them. I mean, uh, but yeah, you
4: beat Paul Diego on no, no, no. <laughs> YouTube <laughs> Highlights once, so,
0: so it's then, <laughs> we'll a striker, a striker, someone spending a bit of that Kane money, I'd like to see him, rather than say we've spent it before, I don't want to hear that really, I'd like to see him spend a bit of that. Um, and like I say, the main thing is, if he's saying, I want the business done early, get it done early. Like. You know,
4: do You know, we've got a different advantage in this transfer window. If we get a favourable cup draw, like a nice home FA Cup yeah. tie, we haven't got a game till Manchester United on the 14th in the league. Yeah, It gives them, gives them literally two weeks leeway, something we never normally have. We've normally got a, a load of injuries, a spout of games coming up. This time around, they've got a chance to put it right quick.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And they'll have a few weeks to settle in as well, wouldn't they? And yeah. Manchester United, isn't that the, one of the only teams that are probably getting losing more players to AFCON? I think we are. I think they're losing quite a few, aren't they?
4: Um, so. I've, I've, it's one of the one of the two grounds of into that I've never seen us win really that in Anfield
0: how many times have you been up there quite a few
4: <laughs> I don't well, know it's, it's a lot I've been my first one was in 87
0: that's that it's game's really, on my birthday that game uh, we,
4: drew 3-0. we were 2-0 down at half time Danny Thomas gave away a penalty in the very last minute wow. I think it was Frank Stapleton who got up and scored, got the, got the equaliser
0: do you remember the uh, was it the last game at the Lane? That was Man United at home, wasn't it? We yeah, it, wasn't yeah, home, yeah. Two One, two, yeah. Nil, didn't mm. I think Rooney scored at the end. I think to make it
4: 2-1. one, yeah, yeah, two yeah. one. I'm sure. Did Larice score? No, not Larice. Lamella and Kane scored.
0: Kane scored him. Mean, he did, and he someone got a header, didn't they? Kane got a header, I think. Um, Kane
1: got the last goal at
4: Wild
0: Lane. Was it Kane it? or was it Rooney? I thought it was Rooney. It ruined it. No, yeah. see that Rooney the... documentary last might,
4: night. Do you know what, it might yeah. be? I, I'm pretty sure he's. But I think Kane did get the last goal at Wild Lane. Oh, or was Christ, it the last Spurs
1: goal? Yeah, oh. that's a beautiful. Oh, that's a good question. Good quiz sure question. He definitely got the last Spurs goal. At like, like hundred yeah. percent.
4: Yeah, I think
2: I think it was Rooney. Yeah, got well, the like, last goal. Ruined it. I think, yeah. I think
1: I think yeah, I think James is right. I
4: think yeah. Get anyway, so let's get Rooney game. in
0: January, and then as what
4: was?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Craig, let's come to you. Um, the guys have spoken out about the uh, the League Cup. Um, this season which was a disappointment you know some people said oh it's fine we'll be out of that and then we're not in Europe and then we'll concentrate on the league you know people always come up with excuses or 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 ways of making things feel better Um, but the FA Cup you know I've spoken to a number of ex-Spurs players a number of Tottenham fans a number of Celtic fans and they all tell me that and will take the FA Cup really seriously do you want to see Spurs really go for the FA Cup Or is it all about league competition to try and get us in that top four at the end of the season?
1: I wanted to see us go strong in the Carabao Cup, to be honest with you. And I don't think coming out of that does us any favors at all. I don't care what anybody says; it's not many games. If you really want to blood people later on, then bring them. Don't don't change, make the wholesale changes, Ange made. That's the one thing that I think he did get wrong. Well, I think he's got a couple of things wrong, but the main thing was that game. I think we should have gone strong, but we're out of it, and that's that. As for the FA Cup, I think I've said on here many times how much I love the FA Cup, the history and our history in it. Um, I just want to see us play a full-strength eleven. Um, we haven't got Europe to worry about, so there's no excuse for that. It's not like we're missing a game because of this FA Cup weekend, because yep. it's an FA Cup weekend. So there's no excuse why we can't go strong in this. No matter also, who like
4: we I said to you, Craig, We've got the we've got the, our uh, mid-season game as well. <clears throat> exactly, exactly, so exactly. Absolutely yeah. no reason, even if we get a tough draw, to go weak.
0: No, no, in, no absolutely. We're missing Basuma, Sar and Son anyway, won't we? The third and fourth round. So with yeah. that, so that be that out. We can't. We have no excuse to not go full eleven. That's available. Yeah,
1: it obviously depends on how far those countries get in their respective tournaments, doesn't it, and and stuff. Um, It's bloody ridiculous having it mid-season like that, I think. But it is what it is. It's been like that since, as long as I can remember. So we've just got to deal with it. And that's why, coming back to what Billy was saying, we've got to get this business in early. You'd like to think that they are targeting the players that they want now and are going to make the moves on um, on 1st of January. However, I've been a Spurs fan far too long to know that's how we don't do business. And We all know Porro was mentioned on the 1st of January all over Twitter, and when did he come in? So, so you know, it, I'm, I'm not confident that we're going to get any deals over the line early. I'd love to be wrong on that, but i have just too long in the tooth and seeing too many January transfer windows To expect anything different and we're not alone in that by the way a lot of clubs are like that and a lot of you go on Twitter and search for a lot of fans from other clubs moan and moan and moan so we're not alone in that but I just love us to be different this time because we need it now more than ever because along with the FA Cup push we coming back to what you were talking about earlier I think we've got a real shot finishing in that top five and I think the coefficient will take it down to five teams for the expanded Champions League next season, so it's a good chance to go far in the cup competition and get in the Champions League and if you gave any Spurs fan that, a decent cup run and finish in, in the top five, would have bitten your hand off last year, but mm-hmm. now the Imagine expectations are up there Oh, Billy I'd
4: say winning the FA Cup I think the other thing is i the FA over Champions League football every day of the week
0: Me too and I think the way that he plays, he plays in a cup way, doesn't he? That, that kind of high-line fast football, that is like a cup team, isn't it? That kind of cup yeah. football, where nothing to lose kind of scenario. Yeah. Um, so I think got, that is a good cup side, a very good cup side. Do you know what I mean? I can't see yeah. anyone, really, not many teams, maybe one or two that could that could beat us. But yeah, I, I can oh,
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, when we won the cup in '99 and 2008, we didn't actually have particularly good league seasons those years, so that the cup wins papered over the cracks there, and obviously the Champions League run in 2019 that papered over some massive cracks between January and May. So you know we've all been there, we've all been there, and obviously remember that transfer window that, we didn't bring that any players in,
4: winning a away game for a year in the league as
1: well. Yeah, from, from November till pots were sacked. Wins yeah, we
4: scored the last minute against Fulham. Pulum,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Kevin and Kudu crossed
4: it for him yeah. in the last minute. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. tweet: "Hi, I'm
1: still here. Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Remember me? Yeah.
2: yeah." Billy, let's come to you. When you talk about the FA Cup and you say you'll take an FA Cup over a top four finish any day of the week, the last time we won the FA Cup, 1991, is an unbelievable, ridiculous stat in my opinion. That we haven't won an FA Cup in all of that time since Gary Mappert lifted it. When you And you even mentioned the, uh, the cup game uh, under Pochettino against Colchester. Um, when you've seen in recent years, like Antonio Conte going uh, weak against Sheffield United and losing games like that, how important is the FA Cup to you personally? And how massive. important is it for, for, for Poster Coglu to take this cup competition seriously for fans?
4: I think it's absolutely massive for the fans. I mean, he's already won the fans over. If he yeah. takes the cup serious, and every Spurs fan loves the FA Cup, maybe yeah. some would turn around and say, "I'd rather Champions League football." I can't. I can't be on board with that. I'm sorry. Um, it'll, it'll gain. It'll gain so much respect from older Spurs fans, and he's already got our hearts. There's something about the man, and if he does that. That's, that, that's it. He, he started off the way we want him to. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
3: picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order McDelivery now on the mcdonald's app there's nothing quite like a McDelivery at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
4: I, I can't explain the FA Cup means effort to this football club. We, yeah. were the, we were the only non-league club to ever win it. Then we we, we up and t- when we won it, we were, last time we won it. We'd won it more times than any other the record team. holders. Yeah, eight eight times. yeah. And we haven't won it since then. We've been overtaken by. It. I think we were overtaken by Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United. Maybe I might be wrong with Man but we've been overtaken by so many teams. Yeah, from being that team, who that team who won the FA Cup, we were renowned. We were the FA Cup team. So, I'm do you think?
2: Finished. Do you think that Postacoglu will take it seriously and try to go far in this competition? What are your thoughts?
4: I hope so. I, I'm not sure. Our chairman doesn't interfere in these matters, to be fair. And if we're on the periphery of Champions League football or FA Cup, I am, I'm not sure he wouldn't interfere in team selection. I've never, I've never not been convinced by that. And it's all about the money for our board, I believe. And Champions League football is where the money is.
2: But yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because if, back, back...
4: if they want to, if they want to, if they want to win the fans back over, go for the cup. I mean, Sheffield yeah. United away last year was one of, and Nottingham Forest in League Cup were two of the worst away trip, away away journeys home from cup games in a, in God knows how long. Mm. I mean, there there were a least, lot of a... At least Sheffield United, I stayed on a hotel in Sheffield tonight, so the journey home weren't so bad. After Nottingham, I drove, we drove home that night. We hardly said a word in the car. It was that. The, no music, no nothing, just silence, just numbness.
2: Well, you, you were in Hooters the, 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 uh, before the game, weren't you? <laughs> I, had to, I
4: had to do the chicken challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. I had to do the, chicken, the chicken wing challenge. That's what I was in there for. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's
0: looking at the menu, Chris. He's looking at the food.
4: <laughs> uh, I did manage to do. I did. I did beat. I did win my challenge, and I had a, I had a nice look around as well.
2: <laughs> See James thought I was joking, saying that you were in there. you, uh, you were in there. I remember seeing it. Um, <laughs> I wasn't there, by the
1: way.
4: James, it was good in there, though. It, it was good fun. To be fair, it's not like
1: it was years ago. I've never heard of it. So I don't know. <laughs> it a few times. It's one of his sponsors now. I think it's... <laughs> James, when you look at the players. Up there, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: James, when you look at the players that we've currently got out on loan, the likes of Tongion, Dombele, Regulon, Roden, Spence, of course, we've got a couple of youngsters, uh, Troy Parrott and Dane Scarlett out on loan as well. Um, would you like to see any of them back in a Spurs shirt playing for us again?
0: Uh, and Dombly, no, no chance. I think I think it's going to come a lot of it down to um, attitude. I think well, Posticogly goes on about, it, doesn't he? He says about the personality of a somebody, and I think that's probably a, a big reason why a lot of these players are out on loan. You take someone like Jed Spence, I, I thought he had some great moments, but I think the attitude mustn't be there. Um, so it, it's a hard one. I, I think there's reasons for them on loan. Dane Scarlett, Troy Parrott. or Dane Scarlett more than Troy Parrott for me. Uh, I'd like to see him come back. Um, regulon, no, not really. Um,
4: he's doing well at United.
0: Yeah, but he, he's dipped off again now recently, hasn't he? had a great start. He had a great start with us, didn't he? Uh, uh, but, but then, I mean, but then is,
4: United dipped off. When he's playing in a team that's playing well, he seems to play well.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's great going forward. I oh, always had a problem with him coming back. Um, but his attacking play was well,
4: great. He it? ain't the best defensively, either, is he? He <laughs>
0: hasn't no. he <doesn't> has <laughs> so,
4: um, <laughs> uh, got to be better than Ben Davis.
0: Oh, definitely,
4: definitely. Right, uh, here's your choice: Ben Davis or regular.
0: Yeah, yeah. If it's, if it's that, then it's definitely regular. But um...
4: oh, there is a. I, we don't forget we've got a buyback calls on Dennis Serkin at um, Sunderland. I don't know how he's getting on there. I'm in the middle of watching Sunderland until I die at the moment. But I don't know how he's getting on in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's not there's any screaming out to me, if I'm honest. Is the is the absolute answer? I don't. I'd like to see us buy different uh, people. I think he's one to goes for. I think he's changed the attitude in that dressing room by getting these these change of like captaincies he brought in and stuff. And I think that's the balance that he, he takes a lot of is, is their mind and their and how they approach the game and how they are in a dressing room. So I think there's big reason. I don't don't want to an an old um what they say apple upset the cart. Uh, coming back so I think there's reasons for it and it's beyond football uh, with a few of these players
4: Especially... I've, see a, I've seen a player we've been linked with would you take him Calvin Phillips
0: yeah um, yeah he was brilliant in the, was the World Cup or the Euros once. Euros. He, he was brilliant
4: wasn't he in the middle he was at, I, remember, I was at the um, semi-final Denmark and I was sitting actually with a Leeds fan and um, he, was, he was telling me a bit of stuff about him so I watched him quite carefully in that game I thought we had a blinding game
0: I do like him, actually. Yeah, I He's do English. like
4: him. He's English as well. Yeah. I mean, we, need, we need homegrown quota players. We're, we're, yeah. I think we've got to remember. I've and got, then we're
0: losing Basuma Biss- and Starr We're losing
4: Basuma's in that position as well. Yeah. And also, I believe Hoiberg is personally better at going full, more advanced to the, the defensive role. Yeah.
2: Do, do you know what oh, I think, though, Billy, really, that, that, that's where we're strongest at the moment in central midfield?
4: Yeah. We've
2: got Benson Core coming back, haven't we?
4: core yeah, um, yeah, bit, yeah. A, I don't a, think they were particularly fit, good against wolves fit, so
1: eh? you know well, I, I think the problems you can blame Dyer and Davies all you like for wolves but I think against wolves the midfield let the back four down so the them Hoy- had a good game the, the, the pass from
4: Hoyberg wasn't that, that for the second goal was in, 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 that, in that in 96 minute or whatever it was playing out a quick pass losing the ball yeah. as quick as you did to concede that
2: goal. Yeah. I'm going to ask you all the same question here. Craig, I'll start with you. What is the minimum Spurs must do in the January transfer window for you to be pleased and also for Ange Postacoglu to have the right backing in in order to try and get Spurs Champions League football for next season? What is the minimum?
1: I think I'll answer in two parts. I think the minimum is to give Ange exactly what he wants, whatever that is, um, to make me happy I think we could do with another forward-thinking player. Um, and Maybe move one on, um, as in, and I'm talking Rafinha. You know that sort of player. Rafinha excites me. I'm not interested in a swap deal from Romero. Barcelona can just do one on that. Just get get uh, Rafinha over the line, and that, that would be a pretty decent signing. Um, I'd like another midfielder um, and 100% a centre back or two. But I don't think we're going to get to, you know, you've got to remember this is, this is just to get us to May from January. And if we consolidate that fifth position or fourth position or hopefully higher, then it will be another big transfer window. But we're not going to get four or five players in, regardless of what I just said. I think three at most. I don't, I can't see any more coming in. I mean, if we, if we did somehow get Calvin Phillips, even whether that be on a loan, Rafinha and a centre-back in, whether that be Kelly, or I don't think they'd let him go, to be honest, in January. But uh, there was another one. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. It was the Crystal Palace leg, Gahey. I don't know if he signed a new contract. Now, they they ain't going to let him go in January. So you've got to be looking at these deals that we might not be aware of. The player's name even might have to do a Danny Rose Googling on them. But is Kilburn still available at Wolves Or has he signed a new contract
4: We were linked with him a couple of years ago Yeah
2: we've been
4: linked
0: with him a lot Yeah Don't I like know. Neto at Wolves Is
4: Neto in Saudi now Is he I, I like, like Neto Neves I like Neto Neto
0: yeah I'd
1: take
4: Neto I'd well, I'm say saying Reto.
1: it's back right as well Neto
4: or Rafinha Yeah one of them two. Brilliant I I wouldn't argue pros and cons, just get one. If there's one of them you identify, Ange identifies, that's the one he wants, go get him.
0: One of the things, the way I look at it is if there's an injury to a certain player, how much are we going to drop in form? And one thing that we're not really thinking at the minute, because thank God there's no injury, is Vicario. I think that if if that changes to Fraser Forster, there's a big jump there. Um yeah. So maybe a backup goalkeeper coming through would, would be good as well. But the yeah. Anyway. I think
1: the, the young lad like Josh Keely, is it, plays for the un twenty ones. From what I've seen of him, he's just utterly sensational. I know really? he's a, yeah. he's I well Billy put and Chris know more than I do, but right, we're not everything I've one. seen
4: heard of heard him. The other one,
1: Gunter. Oh really? No, yeah, I, I ask- haven't seen much of him.
0: I was going to ask you guys, actually, um, Billy, with the um, Valise in under-21s. How has he been? Has, and Chris. Uh, he, so
4: been? I, I don't go as many games as Chris. Oh, right. Um, I've, um, I've go, I'm, going to go, I'm hoping we go through tonight, so I can get another one. Um, but I think he he Valise, like, he looked well. He took, he took his goal really well. Strong in the air. Like I say, the cross from Donnelly was immaculate. Right. And Valise, he out-jumped two league centre-half, so... I think, I think, yeah, he's a good player.
0: Would you like to see him in the FA Cup with, with no son, or would you like to see Richardson, or would you like to see someone brought in? Is Richardson going to be fit? I think... Oh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be, is he? Is he started Jan, start recuperation? I'm not
4: sure how long he's... he's I know he's had his surgery, and he? I mean, they've done it at a good
1: time, but... I don't think he's going to be too long. It might be before Christmas. I could be wrong in that. But right. You might have um, him back. But,
4: I, I would yeah. like another forward player. I mean, you, we sold Harry Kane. We didn't replace him. Yeah,
0: exactly. Him. Got 80, we, 90 million or whatever to play with there. We, didn't, repl-
4: we didn't replace him. I would have liked Ivan Toney, but I think from things I've heard that that's. Probably off the table now.
0: What about that Martinez, that Inter Milan guy? When we link with him at some point, he, he's pretty decent. That's uh, Martinez, yeah. That's I
1: think it, yeah. he must be... We've linked to him every summer for the last 20 years, I think. He's our new Dominio, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. That one, he
2: yeah, Papin. Remember that? <laughs> it, it, it sounds like you three are playing FIFA. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll have him, it. we'll have him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want yeah. that one. I want that one.
4: <laughs> I, I do, I like, so I, but I do think Rafinha and Neto are gettable. I don't think Martinez is. So as, Tony's obviously gettable. He's just on the price, isn't it? Because he's only got six months left on his deal. Yeah. There's
0: so, totally a new contract, isn't there? With Brentford.
4: Has he signed one?
0: Well, there's talk of it that he's, he's, that's he's been put in the mix now, but I don't know.
4: But then if you offer him the right wages, yeah. the right deal, get in there early. Tottenham-Brentford, you would imagine Tottenham would be a bigger pool than Brentford. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't always work that way with us, does it?
2: No, it, it looks like Arsenal and Chelsea are in for Ivan Tony anyway.
4: If Chelsea are in for him, they'll get him.
2: Yeah. Billy, I wanted to ask you about um, Viles because, of course, we signed him in the summer and Postacoglu said originally that he didn't think he'd use him in the first half of the season. He has. He's had a couple of sub-appearances. Uh, James mentioned there he's played for under-21s a, a number of times. There's now reports stating that he may go out on loan in the January transfer window. Um, James also mentioned about you know him possibly playing it in the FA Cup. Um, is that is that us weakening the team by starting someone like that in the FA Cup? Or is it, um, is it a good move for him then to go out on loan in January?
4: I don't think loaning the player you've just bought in and when you haven't got any strikers is a great choice at all. Unless yeah. unless they've got a striker up their sleeve. Yeah. They're loaning him, I'd imagine they've got
1: something up their sleeve. The only, well, I'd hope they have. Yeah, it's yeah, going back to Rafinha. Rafinha can play through the middle. He did play through the middle for Leeds a couple of I times, mean, he does, he, does play
4: a, he does play a fluid front three where they interchange, don't he? he has, doesn't really have an out-and-out striker. There's another player mm. we haven't mentioned and he is in the Saudi league. He was, he was with him at Celtic
1: Jota. He ain't getting yeah. no game time.
2: Yeah, that'd mm. be an interesting one.
1: Yeah. I, mean, he, oh, he, I wonder if we could test um, Bayern Munich's resolve and get this Harry Kane, I think his name is, I wonder no. if he's banging a few goals in. It'd be nice to Who, put in a bit He's the him best in. striker in the world, apparently, now. We've... <laughs> yeah. Well, we've known that for Everything 10 years.
4: Everything he's become the best striker in the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, crazy, yeah. isn't it?
2: Craig, let me come to you. Um, the Times newspaper um, broke a story earlier today stating that Tottenham are now facing serious allegations of breaching transfer rules over Jermaine Defoe's move to Portsmouth back in 2008. Uh, apparently, former West Ham and Spurs player Mitchell Thomas was a central figure in the Defoe's move. Uh, he at the time was an unlicensed agent and... Um, Now, Daniel Levy, Defoe, Redknapp, as Spurs manager at that point, um, all dealt with uh, Thomas during that deal. Um, FA regulations, as they are today, stipulate that the players and clubs are not allowed to use unlicensed agents to complete deals. What do you make of this story coming out today? Because they're stating that breaching FA rules um could lead to points deductions, suspensions uh, for directors, uh, or even a transfer ban. Is it right that something so long ago should now be
1: brought up? Yeah, the um do you think
4: the have himself up just for the transfer ban? <laughs> January,
1: the, the, the cynical part oh. of me would, would mean to think that is the report that broke the story an <laughs> Arsenal fan or something like that, or is this Everton leaks. So it's nothing to do with that. This the guy who's been investigating it has been investigating it for for quite a time. Quite a time, yeah. from what I'm led to believe. And I, I, that, to that. I think he's a
4: yeah,
1: Chelsea
4: yeah. fan. I think I see someone in oh, a WhatsApp group saying he's a Chelsea fan. Sky Andrews, a, well, we all know about Sky Andrew. I don't like talking about him. He
1: hates this. Yeah, it was on it was on Talksport earlier, and I, I heard it back after the event but um they are serious allegations and they went through what happened to Luton Luton were deducted to 10 points I think and there was another yeah. team as well and it was a minor breach I mean it was, to me when they read out what happened to Luton it was kind I of a minor thing Leeds that
4: was like, it that was 60, it 60 or seventy thousand pounds
1: yeah I mean these historic things I mean obviously you see people getting prosecuted um, Can you for, you for things from lawyers, years ago. Lumen's but, lawyers you know,
4: compared to Tottenham's lawyers. It's
1: I mean, yeah, I like guess
4: lawyers compared to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- th- these and these, yeah, alle- these are all they are allegations, isn't it? I mean, it's not They haven't said we've done anything wrong, but they're, they're saying that they, they're still looking for the, the proof, if you like. So there's no proof to say that we did anything wrong. Was that agent named on the paper? Was, was that Mitchell? Named on the paperwork. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but it does seem a bit, you know, to be fair, who's, who's,
4: who's going to remember a lot about a transfer that happened 15
1: years ago? To think, yeah, yeah I don't know how long they keep paperwork for. I mean, how long do you keep the information for? Yeah. It seems like right. that, it must be. If you
0: go back 15 years, right, then you have to start looking at everything from there. You wouldn't be able to, you, that you have yeah. like a whole pan of worms there. And I, yeah.
4: Billy, I mean, do you think uh, that? Um... How many times did
2: we
4: actually sign
2: Jamandefo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Billy, do you think that it was fair giving Everton uh, the points deduction this week?
4: Considering Chelsea and Manchester City haven't been points deducted or given them, no, I don't actually. I mean, if it, if it's a president and that is, then, uh, then City and Chelsea have got to be deducted points for similar. Similar offences.
2: Surely their their, their um, punishments are going to be so much worse.
1: Hopefully, relegation. Yeah, yeah, it's mental, isn't it? it? I mean, 115 charges or whatever it is for City. And can you can, can I just ask a question, Chris? To everybody, I'll, I'll ask okay. you a question for once. If they turn around and said every single title, every single trophy that Manchester City and Chelsea won. Dating back to say twenty thirteen, right? They're expunged from the records and they're giving it to the runners up, i.e. Tottenham would win uh, what was that? What were we in the Carabao Cup final and we win one? We had two Carabao
4: Cups and one league, I couldn't celebrate. No. So, nah. Would you, you would you, would
1: make you make take it? it. No. Of course you know we it. would. We'll, no, we'll take anything. Great,
4: but it's all
0: about the moment, isn't it? It's about, it's about the moment, that <laughs> final, the, the acceleration, It, it is. And exposure. It
1: is, the, but exactly. Flip it the other way, James, right? If playing this thing from 2008 and they take away a Carabao Cup from 2008 and they give it to Chelsea, right, how would you – me as a Spurs fan, I think, well, we actually, regardless of this Defoe thing, we still won the Cup. Yeah, you'd still think you won the cup, bottom Yeah, he, but he's he's nothing, So it's don't it's happen. ridiculous even talking about it. But also, yeah. also, you know, also,
4: Craig, uh, I don't know if you know when it happened in Italy with Juventus. And they relegated them. They didn't give mm. any of the league titles away. Well, that's, that's right. right there. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's that's just the, written it from so history, fun, isn't it? And I personally yeah. think the one with James. It's all about the moment. It's gone.
1: Yeah, 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 that's it. You can't go. You're not going to arrange an open-top bus for Open-top bus and
0: go around. So, do you know what I
1: mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so although, although to be fair, if they did, I'd turn up for it. Because I'll probably you know, turn
4: up but, for it, but I feel like a West Ham fan. <laughs> <than> Champions of <laughs> Europe. You're never seeing that.
0: I'll be mad. <laughs> I'll be writing about three or four cup final songs ready for like going back
1: and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to that.
2: If Chelsea are relegated, we're we're having an open bus parade oh, then. Right, yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah, that no would problem. be better
1: that, that, than that giving us allowed. a trophy. That one's definitely allowed. Yeah, yeah. but what are yeah. they? You know what? What can you see? I mean, even if Man City are found not guilty of half their charges, yeah, they've st- still got fifty hanging over them. I, I, I just, I don't know what these are by the way, but Christ Almighty, something's got to happen surely because they'll be it up will one day.
4: they've set this present less unless, it's just the cynical side of me, they've gone forever and first, give them a 10-point deduction, set a precedent, Manchester City and Chelsea are now, we've got no choice but to take this action, act, action against them. Because yeah. we can't give it yeah. to one team, not the other. Maybe yeah. maybe they're going around it that yeah, way. I, I don't way, know, way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's just... <laughs> it's just the, the difference is with Chelsea, yeah, the difference with Everton, I think they admitted wrongdoing, didn't they? They admitted it, and that's why it took only six Todd months to Bowie's sort out. given they over said, all the you know...
4: information about Chelsea. Isn't,
1: isn't there a, a, oh, a new company that's going to do
4: this? My a Chelsea fan. He told me, he said, I expect a points deduction. Todd Bowley actually handed over all the evidence that's when he right. took over the club.
0: But isn't there a new company that's <laughs> coming to do this? And they're kind of like sort of sweeping, showing what they can do a little bit, showing, showing they can sort of get, keep a clean house. Do you know what I mean? An mm. yeah, it's a new
1: company. it's um yeah, it's Trotter's independent trade one.
0: From
4: our
2: This used to be such a professional podcast. It's gone way downhill.
4: That's what happens if you invite me on, Chris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Billy, that's let's that's come to you. Of course, it is the big game on Sunday at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against Aston Villa. It is fair to say that Aston Villa have been in fine form, as have Tottenham. Uh, Rob Jones will be the referee on Sunday. Jared Gillett will be VAR. James Manwerin will be the assistant VAR. It's fourth v. fifth. Emery has done a wonderful job at Aston Villa. Um, Eight wins from 12, three defeats. Their defeats were all away at Newcastle, Liverpool and Forest. What have you made of Aston Villa so far this season, Billy?
4: Strong team. Um... I haven't really watched that much of them, if I'm honest. Um, But, what I have watched of them, decent. I mean, we can't play Dyer and Davis against Dolly Watkins. We're going to need someone with some pace. That's where I think we've got to play Ashley Phillips. I'd actually, I'm going to go left field. I'd go Phillips and put, I'd put Emerson at right centre-back. I'd I'd have them both out. Because, I think Emerson can definitely play there. And he's, old, he's got the experience. And Phillips has got the pace to deal with Watkins. Midfield, we're stuck for options, aren't we? We've only got, who have we got? Saar. Maybe Saar, Basuma. I'd maybe Benton go...
2: Core.
4: Cool. Yeah, no, ben, 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 I meant to say, yeah. ben, say Benton Core. Yeah. I'd probably go with, I'd go Hoiberg as a more creative outlet because I prefer him in a position he plays for Denmark. And the front three just picks itself. It's only Son, Johnson and Kulu, isn't it?
2: Billy, do you think it's time to bring Rodrigo Benton back? Because, of course, he's been out for the last eight months with an ACL. He's gone off an international duty, which some Spurs fans were really worried about, saying, why has he gone off there? You know, he's, got some, he's got some game time of his national team. Um, is, it, is, it, is it the time now to start him back in the team?
4: I think start him and see how long you can get out of him and then bring him off when, he, when he's tiring because we need to start this game strong. It's a must win game for us after losing the, last, losing the way we did to Wolves. The Chelsea one mm-hmm. was a freak of, I mean, there were something like nine or 10 VAR incidents in that game. Crazy. I mean, I just, I just felt I was forever just looking at a VAR screen. Yeah. So, on that,
0: gonna, did you see that? It was quite interesting on that. They said about obviously we were at the game, or most of us at the game. You, it, it was so frustrating and so almost laborious at times. But people watching it on telly, because they were getting, getting communicated with, said it's one of the most exciting games ever because of this like communication of what's going on the whole time. But you're at the stadium, it's horrible,
4: that sort of thing. It's, it's ho- You just it's don't know. It does, yeah. Mm. I I thought VAR coming in would be a good thing, but I'm, I'm totally against it now. I mean, my pink's you... still VAR, my lord. But maybe
0: offsides and goal line, I'd, I'd keep.
2: And can can, can I yeah. can I ask all three of you that if, if you had the uh, if you had the choice to now remove VAR altogether, you know, you either have it or you don't. Would you remove it?
4: I'd remove it. Yeah. It
0: depends um, if you can keep the goal line technology. <laughs> that's that's a different thing, I think. I
4: is. James for, for clear and obvious offsides Yeah. and goal line technology.
0: And the rest think, leave up to referees.
4: Because at the end of the day, it's subjective anyway. I mean, first game of the season, that was never that was a penalty, but it was never clear and obvious. No. We got mm. given against Brentford. That went to the VAR.
0: But it's We've still been... human error and interpretation,
4: isn't it? You know yeah. I mean? yeah. So you might as well just leave it as it is.
1: Mm. I'm the same. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what I'd do? I would, well, the goal line technology is flawless pretty much. I'd keep that. there's a bit separate to VAR anyway. Personally, I was a fan of VAR coming in, but I think it's just become an absolute car crash a lot of the time. So for me, I would I'd strip it all back. Take away incidents leading up to goals, looking at everything, it just slows it all down. You know, is the ball out of play? I think you should leave that to the on-field officials. And if it is, it is. If it isn't, it isn't. And until they can do automatic offsides that is as quick as a referee looking at his watch and seeing if a a ball's crossed the line, then I think they need a complete reset on it because it takes that that, um, instant celebration away. Because you celebrate a goal, and then yeah, you might get to celebrate it again, but then you could get let down if it's disallowed. And for me, I've watched a couple of games um, where there's no VAR, and it's it's obviously a throwback. But like you, th- you you've got it; it just flows a lot more, and it's just not flowing enough for me. So unless it's automatically done, and there there must be ways. We've got the technology to do it: chips in the ball, chips in boots, whatever it is. And go with that, so it's instant. Like, I, and strip one. it all back, you
4: know. I've got one, for instance, for you. Last night, I was watching the England game. I was went to the toilet. I heard we scored. I walked in. I see Greenish. I went. He's offside. I went back to finish my toilet. Come back, and they were still debating <laughs> it on VAR. And I'm thinking. It's clearly offside. I only I only I only looked for a second. See one yeah. one, see Grealish, see where Grealish was offside, went back to the toilet.
0: And we're going to we're going to Billy now, who's coming live from the toilet. There's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous that one though, because you yeah, could mental. see instantly how far he was offside, couldn't you? You could see. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. yeah. Just got to cut also, out. Also,
0: back to what we were saying before, but football's about moments, isn't it? With your mates and the, and then glorious moments of scoring, and they you just you just don't know what to do, and even in that, even at that moment. The um, yeah. sun
4: moment when Sun scored, we were we were jumping up and down, we were, and then all of a sudden VARs come in. it's yeah. taking that away.
1: Yeah. What was the on-field decision for that? It was goal, wasn't it? it, it was the linesman didn't have his flag yeah. up, did he? Yeah, uh, I think that was one he didn't put the
4: flag up for. So I'm yeah. quite lucky. Where yeah. I, yeah, I'm quite lucky where I sit in the stadium because I'm direct in line with one linesman, and then I can see straight up for, up for the other.
0: We loved it at first. Mm. We got that first with the Sterling goal in that in the set in the
4: that bit. That's, that's still, fans my, loved it that's for a still bit. my pinch weight from coming out of Man City singing VAR, <laughs> Lord VAR. Yeah, yeah. I will never ever take that down. And, that was my
0: screensaver, was that VAR disallowed for about for two two years.
2: <laughs> that was a good moment. That was a very good moment. I tell you, there's so many fans that were going out the stadium, kicking the seat, very angry and everything. And then, of course, that happened. It was oh, a brilliant night like that. Do
4: you remember the interview with the Man City fan? And he said, uh, how do you feel you're not out? What do you mean, we're through? he walked out the stadium. He didn't even <laughs> see the fact. Yeah. He didn't even see the fact that it was disallowed. And it was like, his face had dropped and everything. It's, Oh, it
0: was yeah, a, it
2: maybe was keep that,
4: that aspect of it then. Guardiola, it's like that. It's, it, is, it is entertaining, but you want, you want the right decision at the end of the day. And I don't yeah. think they're getting a decision. Remember the Man United one, the game ended, and then they went back and gave him a penalty against Brighton.
0: No, <laughs> after it ended, no, I don't remember
4: that. The game the, game, the referee blew the final <laughs> whistle against Brighton at 1 all. They went back and gave Manchester United a penalty, which United <laughs> scored, and they beat Brighton two one after oh, the whistle was blown. Different
2: rules, different though, Billy, for some of these teams. So
4: exactly. That's definitely
2: Fergie time, isn't it? That's, uh, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. yeah um, I mean, all right, yeah. we got away with it. But the thing is, we, we, us fans are getting vilified for this Liverpool decision. I admit, it was a farce. Yeah, it's yeah. Liverpool's f- sort
1: yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
4: How many how many did they get away with year in, year out? That's they
2: used great. to call them live our don't they? The the, yeah. the thing is, we, we know that um obviously we're all celebrating and obviously we all wanted the three points in that game, but we all know that you know what comes around goes around and we all know that we're gonna be on the end of that, uh, which we have been. Um so yeah, it's 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 such a shame that it is a talking point week in, week out about VAR rather than actually talking about the quality of football in the Premier League, and that's exactly what it should be. Um, James, sure. let's come back to you. Um, the team news ahead of Sunday's game. Of course, Romero is still out suspended. This is his second game. He'll also be out for the Manchester City away game. Van de Ven is out. Madison's out. Basuma's suspended. Richarlison's out, as is uh, Peris- Perisic, Solomon, and Cessnion. Uh, your doggy is back. Um, could, we've spoken about Benton Kerr, could La Celso possibly be given an opportunity? Because I've got to admit, I try to be as positive as I possibly can about Spurs players. But Lo Celso, for me, ever since signing for Spurs, just has never grabbed his opportunity.
0: No, I wouldn't like to see LaCelso playing. I'm the same as you. He's not grabbed his opportunity. Um, I, I'd much rather see Bentoncourt than Lo Celso. He's had his moments. I actually I think they put, put it up, didn't they, Spurs today? That second goal against Man City when he just come on. He's yeah, he's, he's a great player. but And I've seen him play... Um, uh, international, he it was it was great. But no, I wouldn't like to see him start. No way. I think there's a big gulf between him and Benzincourt and what it means to play for Tottenham as well. And that, that moment you see when Benzincourt come back, when he goes over to the fans and they're singing his song and just that, that how it makes him feel, that passion... That is just night and day with someone like the Celso coming on and just picking up his weight. So no, I, I definitely would not want to see him. With and I, I like I like Billy's idea at the back uh, with with Phillips and Royale. I, I, I like that idea because I'm a little bit concerned on um, Watkins. Doug, is it Douglas Louise? He's, he's yeah.
4: Uh, They've got a strong midfield. McGinn.
0: Yeah, McGinn. And, I, and I'm yeah, I'm a little bit concerned with Villa And I've been playing, so there's a few of these players that um, yeah, I'd want to see who really want it. I think you can put Hoiberg in that, I think. I think his passion's there. Um, but LaSalle, I, no.
4: Would, I'd prefer Hoyberg, like I say, in the Denmark role, playing that little bit further forward. He's definitely got it in his locker. I mean, remember Kane's 267th goal? It was set up by Hoiberg with a great pass.
0: Yeah. And um, that goal so, in, the, in the Champions I think League.
4: I sometimes also, 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 he's got a great shot on him. Here. I think if he just was a bit more composed with them... In on the edge of the box, he could score some screamers.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah, I'm a fan I of like, point, I yeah. I There's something about La so he's got all the skill, he's got everything. But is he pre- Is he is he made for the Premier League? A bit like would you said about Gil.
0: Yeah, I would sell, would him. You I sell him. He wants it enough. Yeah, I'm, I would sell
4: him. I would sell him. Yeah, I would sell him Anguil and Gil. And they're all about selling, aren't
0: they? Because of an injury and is someone's is it it's, Barcelona's it, injury or something?
4: Nothing against, it's nothing against him, it's just it's a sellable asset and we need more players and we know how our clubs run. We know I don't like the way our clubs run, but as a spin, a sellable asset, get the money in to get someone in who Angie's going to use and have full faith in.
2: Craig, Craig, let's come to you. Um, obviously we've read out the team news there. Um, what formate, what what team do you think that Ange Postacoglu will go with uh, for this Aston Villa game because it is a huge game uh, you know after after two defeats the way that we've lost both games you know that Chelsea game an absolute disaster at home uh, and then losing to Wolves in the dying seconds you know we've got to get back to winning ways it's going to be a very very tough game what team does Postacoglu go with
1: i totally agree i think i could i would like to see of the options we've got emerson <clears throat> and Phillips centre back. I don't sadly think we will see that. I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see Ben Davies play, whether it's Eric Dyer or not. I don't know. I can. I would. I just wonder whether he's going to stick with them to, or at worst, drop Dyer and bring in Emerson. I don't think we'll see both changed. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'll be Poro and Udogi, <clears throat> and it'll be Sarr. Uh I. I think he's got probably no option but to start Benton if he's ready. Um, and Hoybier And then the three we've mentioned before up front. Um, yeah, the he squad's can, kind of down to the bare bones. He
4: whatever one he has to bring off. Don't forget we've got Skip and then you've got Lo Celso. It depends on how the game's going. He can rotate. Yeah. Bring If Benton can't finish the game, and if he is playing further forward, you could bring him... We put Lo Celso on, or if Hoiberg's playing further forward, you're going to bring Hoiberg back and put Lo Celso on as a, as a more forward player. It's all right. There all yeah, just... you've got. Skip, and then you just go with a sort of steady, steady midfield.
2: Wait, wait, when you said to... earlier though about about the experience with uh, say Ben Davis and Eric Dyer. It's unlikely, isn't it, that Phillips is going to get a chance in such a massive game like this?
4: Well, apparently Larry limped off the England Under nineteen game tonight, anyway. So it's yeah, even more unlikely. But it was, I agree, it's unlikely. But I just think you need someone with pace to deal with Ollie Watkins. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's it, you. So at some point, we've got to give these these youngsters a chance.
1: Yeah, yeah. But don't forget, in January, we could have Regulon coming back and tagging and Dombele. I so... think
4: the Regulon deal depends on United if they want to keep him. I don't think we've got a say in that. Who's been on, be on the bench.
0: Who's been on the bench from the under-21s recently? Is, is Dorrington and, and Dorring, Dor-
4: Don-, Don Donley, Donley, and Donley were all on the bench on Saturday. I'd imagine Valise was. In saying that, I would have 1-0 up late on in the game, bringing on Valise, holding the ball up would have been probably a better option than bringing on Gil. thinking about it.
2: Yeah. He Craig, can I, Craig, let me come back to you. Um, any Aston Villa players, do you think any of them would get into our starting eleven?
1: I think Fourth John screen. McGinn's a great player. I, I think John McGinn is a great player. I think he'd be pushing and possibly Ollie Watkins, because he could probably play anywhere across three, even though he's a striker. Um, other than that, on paper, possibly no. I couldn't, but, but then again, I'm biased because I'm Tottenham. Douglas Luiz, possibly, yeah, yeah he's, he's he's a good player. But I used to like the goalie, actually, the um, uh, the Argentinian. Martinez. Name, Martinez, yeah, Martinez, that's it. Thank you. I like the goalie, um, but but give it. give me give good. me Vicario any day over, over him at the moment. So um, yeah, Ollie Watkins, I still don't. I mean, watching him play for England, he had a couple of chances, and I thought. Harry Kane would have buried them. Yeah. So he's not quite there yet. He's been playing well in the Premier League, without a doubt, but he's not quite there yet. He's still, still learning. So, it could be that the experience of Davies and Dyer. I know I'm trying to dress it up a bit, but you know, a bit of experience there to, to deal with Oli Watkins It's going to be a tough game, regardless, isn't it? I mean, I think I'd be more confident if we had our strongest eleven, and we all know what that is, pretty much. Then I think. I think we could turn over anybody on our day, to be honest. That's how confident I am with that first 11. But we all know, and it's proved, we haven't got that first 11 every game. So we've got to try and manage and fight our way through to January until the injuries start easing and we can get some players over the line in the transfer window. But it's going to be tough now, you know, between now and New Year. It is going to be tough. There's, there's some easier games on paper, but... The next few weeks, you know, we've got Villa, we've got Newcastle, we've got City, we've got West Ham. They, they, can't, they don't get any easier over the next month. So, yeah, we've just got to get through it. And that's it. If we're still top... Bright and top, away. Bright and away, yeah, yeah. If we're still in that top five hunt, top four, by the 1st of January, then I'll, you know, I'll be thinking, okay, we can have a good go at this. But there's a lot of, lot of games to get through.
2: I've got four final questions for you all and they're, they're, they're quick. Billy, let's start with you. Um, where you think uh, Spurs will finish in the league table at the end of the season, um, the score prediction for Sunday, um, how many players do you think will sign in the January window and do you think Ange Postacoglu is the man to deliver a trophy at Tottenham?
4: I believe Ange is the man. I can't say how many players we're going to sign. I would hope three, like I would like three. I'd, have, I'd actually like four, but I'll be realistic and go three. I think we can win on Sunday because we're at home and Villa's away form is a little bit wayward. Um, what was the other question? Sorry. Uh,
2: where do you through? think we're finishing the league table?
4: I do. If we get through this period, we will finish in the top four. If we get through to January, up part. If we get at least half the amount of points of games we've got, I believe we're finishing in the top four.
2: What about you, James?
4: I think I think fourth I
0: think um, I'm actually yeah, with Billy I think we'll win on, uh, on Sunday. I am It's a massive game and, and I'm impressed with Villa, but our, our, um, our fans at the moment are incredible. that atmosphere, that stadiums incredible and I think that's going to play a part. and I think we'll win on Sunday. Uh, I think we'll sign. I want at least three, but I think we'll sign two. And what was the other question?
4: <laughs> Could be two with one with a view to a loan with to a yeah. remember?
2: I was going to say, James, I think the atmosphere is all on you. It's how you G the fans up before before the game.
0: Bless you. No, I mean, oh, like Tottenham fans are the best fans in the world. You sort of give them, give them something. I think it's for me, it's how, how Andrew's been. He's just such a lovable guy. But yeah, bless you, man. What, what was the fourth question?
2: Um, right, so it was where we're finishing the league, the score prediction, um, how many players will sign, and uh, will he deliver a trophy?
0: Oh, we'll deliver a trophy, yes, definitely. I've, I've, I really can see that. And I, the FA Cup this year is a dream, but yeah, I, I think he definitely will deliver a trophy. I think he's learned straight away, like uh, from the real um, from the Spurs fans, what it meant to go out of that Carabao Cup. And I think he heard that loud and clear. Hopefully, that comes to fruition in the FA Cup, but next season. As well yeah i think he's definitely gonna deliver a trophy
2: great do you remember my most favorite saying that i haven't said for a long time the trophies are coming i said that yes, pochettino would deliver a trophy i said jose would deliver a trophy i said conte would deliver a trophy i haven't said it about no, Andy. No. i'm not put, i'm not putting any pressure on him <laughs> okay.
1: no i but i do Don't. think I'll, I'll come back to that quest. i'll come back to that one i think we're going to finish fourth because I'd love to know. I don't think it's going to be any lower than fourth. I really don't. That might be me being optimistic. But to finish, obviously, above fourth, you've got to finish above Arsenal, Liverpool, and City. And it's going to be a tough ask. And we hate to admit that, but it's going to be tough this first season under underhand. So, but I would take fourth now. Um, uh, I think we're going to just edge it Sunday 2 1. I think it's going to be a tough game, but I think we'll just edge it. Um, What's the other one? The Ange question. What was the other one? Oh, the transfer window, wasn't it? Um, I'm going to be boring and just repeat what the other guys have said. I'd love us to get three or four, but I think it'll probably be two at most. And is Ange going to be the man to bring us a trophy? I've had a feeling since he came in, since the first couple of weeks, that there's just something different. It's just a different feeling. And it's not just this feeling in me of enjoying watching Tottenham again. It's just something, and I can't put my finger on it. It's just something different, and it's not just the 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 Robbie Williams song that that James brilliantly wrote, you know that Robbie Williams didn't give him any credit for, which really annoyed me on twitter um it's It's not just the islands in the stream every time I listen to that, and somebody's done the mock up of Tom, it it's it's a combination of everything think something just feels different with this guy over. Conte Mourinho, I'm not even mentioning Nuno. It's got Pochettino vibes, but in some ways better for me, because right at the beginning of Pochettino's era, I didn't really know much about him, much the same as Ange, and I didn't really feel the change that that Poch made as as versus the change that Ange has made, so it just feels different to me, and I think good times are coming, and I think Ange is going to be the guy, as long as we stick with him, that's going to get us a trophy, so it's just something different in the air for me, and it's a good one, good feelings. He definitely needs to
4: become a little bit more... Tactically. Savvy. Yeah. Savvy, yeah. And his in-game management change a tad. But it's his first job at the highest level. Uh, yeah. I, he deserves some slack, because he seems like he's the sort of person who will learn quickly.
2: Yeah, he you, you, say, bad, you say bad, it, Billy. Two, two, two points off the top of the Premier League table after 12 games. That is a, a fantastic start for us, I think.
0: Well, I think um, Spurs, Spurs fans will give him time because of the, yeah. the way that Tottenham are playing. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm going to go with a, a 2-1 win um, on Sunday. I'm going to go for a fifth uh, league position. Um I hope that Ange Postecoglou is the man to deliver a trophy. I think that we are so overdue a trophy at our football club and the fans really do need it. Um, transfer window, I hope that it is at least two real quality signings that are really going to improve us uh, starting eleven or, or game changes from the bench. I think that is absolutely key. Um, Billy, you've been a great guest. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, where can people find you on me. social media? Uh,
4: Billy the Year 70 on Twitter.
2: Well, thank you so much for coming on.
4: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: And Craig, thanks so much for coming back. Where can no people worries, find
4: always,
1: you? Always a pleasure at DM9 or next. If you want to give me a follow, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, just something I've just thought of, and I can't remember how old Fraser Forster or Hugo Lloris is. I'm guessing around 32, 33. But let this sink in, apart from those two, because I don't know exactly how old they are. None of the Spurs, current Spurs quad, were alive last time we won the FA Cup. That, is, that, that has got to change. That has got to change.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. James, thanks so much and uh, look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Um, Ging up the Spurs fans for hopefully a, a fantastic atmosphere and a win at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, where can people find you? And uh, are you going to sing us out?
0: Uh, I got nothing. So I got nothing prepared. Yeah, sorry, man. i sing you out. So, <laughs> where people can find me? Um, I'll be playing at White Art Bar, Level Five, Block Five Two Five. Uh, pre and post game. Uh, and uh, social media us so all. The Voice of Spurs across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the big ones. Yeah, but I'm got anything planned. Sorry, mate.
2: <laughs> no problem. No problem. You do yeah. enough singing. Yes, that's absolutely fine. Well, Billy, Craig a James...
0: debut from Billy. That was amazing. I mean, best debut mm. since Danny Rose that goal against.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we love the input. We love the input, Billy, and uh, hopefully you. Uh, you can come back on again and uh, talk about more Tottenham wins and uh, us sitting in the top four and getting Champions League football. Because I tell you what, I've really, really missed European football this season. I really have.
4: I'm quite lucky. I wouldn't have been out to go to any of the games for personal reasons this year. So, um, But I have missed it, I've got to admit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get European football back next season. Uh, yeah, Billy, Craig, James... Gone
4: after Christmas, so...
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Um, thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. And until Sunday, uh, we will see you again on the Spurs Chat podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week and come on, you Spurs. Come on, you
4: Spurs. Thanks.